Hey guys, so I was on my way back from church and I had these thoughts. Um, so I broke out my iPhone and just want to share th- with you guys through a podcast-ish, sermon bite kind of thing. First time doing this, just kind of going for it and I hope you guys enjoy it. Be blessed and yeah, have a good one. Without sunlight, neither a tree nor any green plant could grow. All right, so I kind of had this thought. Um, just a thought about how sometimes we hold on to things and we're called to let go of things. Um, I don't know, I was just, just trying to imagine that how sometimes we hold on to things and it's really hard to let go because those things that we're called to let go, like God knows like the smallness, the vanity of those things, like those, the, the reality that those things can give us what we need. But in us, in our small, like, you know, limited knowledge, our dumb knowledge, our dumb dumbness, <laughs> like, we don't know any better but to value those small things more than they really are. So when God calls us to let go of those things, it's like, okay, God, you're telling me to let go of this thing, but aren't you telling me to let go of something that is I value so highly? And the reality is like, we, the reality is we value it so highly, but it's not, it's actually less than we, we actually think. And I was trying to, I was imagining, you know, as a kid, cause we're basically kids, you know, before God, we, we are as kids. But I was imagining as kid, being at a, being at a uh, swimming pool, you know, he's just, just kind of enjoying his time and you know, at his pool, his little blow up pool, you know, tiny little pool, probably like five gallon pool, um, having a blast. You know, and he doesn't know any better. That's the only thing he knows. And he truly loves that pool. But when a, de- when a parent or a dad or a mom tells him to get out of that pool, we're going to go to the beach. <laughs> that kid's torn. <laughs> that kid is absolutely torn. He's like, do you know what? You're taking away something from me that I value very much. I'm going to cry. I'm going to get mad so I don't lose those things. I'm going to express that I value this thing so much. And um, I'm going to express anger. And it makes sense because that's that's all that kid knows. So he's gonna kick and scream. He's gonna, you know, cry his his eyes out and a ball, you know, his tears out, whatever. Um, but then the father, the parents, the mom, they're gonna take that kid to the beach to absolutely blow his mind by a thing called the ocean. To blow his mind by a force called the waves by this uh, this vast multitude of this substance called sand, and you. Bring that all together, and you have this thing called a beach. That's a, that's like you know a hundred times better, a hundred times better than a beach, you know, a little blow up pool. And then translating that to our lives, how we hold on to things small compared to the big things God has for us, and not just big things, not just cooler things, quote unquote, but necessary things weighty things, substance, you know, things of substance. I translate, to, translate that to God, you know, to, you know, according to his infinite wisdom, his goodness, his knowledge, his holiness, his righteousness, his, his good judgments. You know, he's going to give us those things according to his power, you know, and that's like, it's like no comparison to the things we can come up with, to the things he actually has. So this was kind of hitting me really hard because there is this thing that we do 
and it's called preservation. We, it's kind of natural as humans, you know, we, we preserve, we live to preserve our lives, we were trying to survive, it's just us, it's natural. But sometimes that preservation gets in the way because we think our, what, we, what we currently have is worth preserving. But when you when when read God's word and come and, and, and just contact and just realize the greatness of who God is, you realize the, small, the smallest of those things. And then we're called to give up those small things for greater things. And then just for the fact of, you know, because we don't want to feel uncomfortable for a moment, we try to preserve those things. We try to keep those things. So take encouragement in this, that the times of giving up things will naturally and sometimes necessarily bring about discomfort, pain, you know, inconsistencies, inconvenience. It's going to seem really foreign. And that's kind of the place where I think, you know, like, feel good Christianity is going to run away from. But the real Christianity, Christianity, the real person sold out for Jesus, is going to find absolute liberation in that. Absolute freedom and joy. Because they count the cost of gaining Christ. And not just, yeah, and not just the things he has, but him himself. They count the cost of paying that minimal price of inconvenience, of momentary inconvenience. Nothing compared to what Christ has for him. And I think that's a place where we need to become more familiar with because that's a place where our faith belongs, where faith was made for. To give up our smallness for greatness, for glory, to give up our, our finiteness for to become the new creations that God, like Christ has, is making us to be. To allow our faith to flourish, because that, that's exactly the place Jesus came to give promises to, to give his promises to. For those times of doubt, of hurt, of worry, of, of anxieties, of pain, of questions, of the unknown. We need to become way more familiar with that. Because that's the place where Jesus is. And that's a place where we actually thrive totally countercultural, just counterintuitive, but totally God, totally the gospel. That Jesus came to a broken world, called us to give up our, give up our brokenness to take up fullness of life, to take up life in Him, eternal life in Him. So like Paul said, I count all things lost that may gain Christ. Like Paul said, you know, even the, the, the light afflictions I, I currently, you know, am going through have no weights. <laughs> There's no calculation that can calculate that the things I go through right now compare anywhere close to the eternal weight of glory I have ahead. And even the eternal the glory I'm inheriting right now, on this earth right now in life, the fruit I'm going to bear right now. So 
that's so that's my encouragement to you. Because I want you to become familiar and not disdain those times of troubles. And even like Peter said, you know, don't think it's strange when the fiery trials test you when the trials come. That just proves you're a son of the king, you're a daughter of the king. You're going backwards and you're going forward in a world that's backwards. You're gonna go counterculture, you're gonna go anti-flesh, you're gonna you're gonna cause the enemy to want to bring you down. We can't have that all joy because those are only things that can happen when you're in Christ, when you have life in Christ. Those are the only things that can happen when you choose to actually take up life to say, I'm no, I'm no, I'm no longer gonna live in death, I'm no longer gonna, gonna accept my fate separation from God, my separation from life, my separation from love, from Him. No, I'm going to accept what Jesus has come to give me, His life, Himself. So that's my encouragement to you guys, and I want to bless you guys with that, and just I pray that you guys are blessed, and you guys would take up the calling of faith, and that ultimately you take up the gift that Jesus has come to give us, to give you His life, Himself, and that, that true, just longing and satisfaction being fulfilled in Him. So be blessed and yeah, go on in Jesus' name.